0: Today, 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 with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media.
1: I need to commit scripture to memory. You can do this,
0: we can all do this. Some people say they can't memorize, just can't do it. No way, no how. Pastor Greg Laurie begs to differ.
1: You remember lines from films? You remember the scores of Super Bowl games going back forever? Don't tell me you cannot remember the Word of God. You just take time to get it into your mind and get it into your heart, and that will never be time that is wasted. This is the day.
0: the worthless things that get into our minds when we aren't paying attention. We can remember the words of TV show theme songs, the words of advertising jingles, the words to songs on the radio songs we don't even like. If we hear something often enough, it sticks. If we can't remember Bible verses, maybe we haven't read them often enough. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us write the truth of scripture on our hearts from his message, The Bible and Revival.
1: To Acts chapter 2. This is when the Holy Spirit is poured out on the day of Pentecost. And people speak in unknown languages, they speak in tongues. And then what happens after that? Acts chapter 2, verse 16. Peter stands up and says, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I'll pour out my Spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. But then what happened after the Holy Spirit was poured out? Verse 42, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' Doctrine and fellowship and the breaking of bread and in prayer. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They dug into the word of God. Listen, if you want to be a spirit-filled, revived Christian, you need to be digging in to God's word each and every day. Because if you don't, you're gonna fail spiritually. I need to read it, and I need to commit scripture to memory. You can do this, we can all do this. Oh no, I can't remember anything. Give me a break. You remember lines from films. You remember lyrics from the lamest songs of all time. You remember the scores of Super Bowl games going back forever. You remember all that trivia. Don't tell me you cannot remember the word of God. You just take time to get it into your mind and get it into your heart and that will never be time that is wasted. All right, well, let's go over to our second passage, Psalm 19, verse seven. And this is just the word of God telling us why the word of God is important. Psalm 19, verse seven. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandments of the Lord are pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. It sounds like a song, doesn't it? It's beautiful. It's beautiful poetry. But it is actually also the inspired Word of God. So here's just a few takeaway thoughts. Number one, the Word of God is perfect. When we say the law of the Lord, we could replace that with the Word of the Lord, or or the Bible even. Because it's just referring to God's written Word. The Word of God is perfect because this phrase means that it is flawless, it's whole, it's complete, and it's sufficient. Listen, everything you need to know about God is found in the Bible. You don't need to go anywhere else. This is God's message to each and every one of us. Second Timothy 3 says, All scripture is breathed by God. Number two, the word of the Lord revives us. The word of the Lord revives us. Look at verse 7 of Psalm 19. The law of the Lord and the word of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. This word convert can be translated revive, restore, and transform. When you read God's word, you will be revived, restored, and transformed. Psalm 119 has a psalmist saying, revive me according to your word. So God's word will revive you. You wanna be a revived Christian. You wanna be a spirit-filled Christian then study the Word of God because it will revive you. Number three, the Word of God gives incredible wisdom. The Word of God gives incredible wisdom. Look at verse seven. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. This is an interesting phrase in the Hebrew because this word simple speaks of an open door. Sort of like your mind is an open door and uh, this speaks of a person that just lets anything come in, anything go out, they're totally naive, they're open to everything, they're open to anything, they're closed to nothing. (laughs) The Bible says it can make you wise so you don't be that person. So we have a person that learns to think logically but that logic is built on scripture. You know, it's a funny thing. Sometimes people want to dismiss Christians as unthinking fools, when in reality, I didn't really learn to think until I became a Christian. Uh, to be honest with you, I didn't even learn how to study till I became a Christian. Not just the Bible, but other books to really think things through and get a biblical worldview. Because if you don't have a biblical worldview, nothing on this planet makes sense. If you think man is basically good, you must be having a lot of troubles right now. But if you believe what the Bible says, that man is not basically good, man is essentially sinful, separated from God, and that's why he does the things that he does, suddenly a lot of things start making a lot more sense. So we need to not be that simple minded person that just marches in lockstep with whatever is the trend or the thing that we're supposed to believe and start thinking for ourselves. God says in the book of Isaiah, come and let us reason together, says the Lord. Christianity is a reasonable faith. It's a logical faith. And so that's what this will do for you. The word of God will give you that kind of mind.
0: You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Today, we're learning what the Bible does for us on a practical level each day as believers. Pastor Greg is presenting his message, The Bible and Revival.
1: Sometimes the question is asked, Well, what do you do when you don't agree with the Bible? Someone asked me that question a while ago. What do you do when you don't agree with the Bible? I said, Well, change your opinion because you're wrong. I mean, what do you want me to say? Oh, well, let's just edit that out. Well, that's not how it works. You can't, I don't know if I really like this part. I think I'll just cut it out. No, all Scripture, the Bible says, is inspired by God. So we don't want to do that. If you don't agree with the Bible, change your opinion because the Bible is right. Number four, the Bible, or the Word of God, is right. Verse eight, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. So it's going to help you to know how God wants you to live. It's going to show you the promises that God has for you. That's why you want to read through books of the Bible and ask yourself the question, is there a promise here for me to claim? Is there a victory here for me to gain? Is there a blessing here for me to enjoy? And my last point, keeping the word of God makes you happy. Keeping the word of God makes you happy. Psalm 19, 8 says, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. That word rejoicing means just making you happy. You wanna be a happy person, read the Bible. You wanna be an even happier person, <laughs> do what the Bible tells you to do. And I would add to that, don't do the things the Bible tells you not to do. Luke eleven twenty eight says, happy are the people that hear the word of God and keep it. Oh, I know this goes against the logic of some. They think, oh no, the Bible keeps you from happiness. It's a restrictive life. It's a miserable life. It's a tortured life. Nothing can be further from the truth. It's the exact opposite. Life without the word of God, life without Jesus Christ is the miserable life. I know, I've been on both sides of the fence. Life without Christ is a restrictive life because you're bound with the power of sin. Life without Christ is a torturous life because you're tormented by your guilt for the sins you've committed. No, you want to be a happy man. You want to be a happy woman. You do what the Bible tells you to do. One last thing. The Bible tells me how to get to heaven. The Bible tells me how to find the meaning of life. The Bible tells me what I should even be thinking about and living for each and every day, because most importantly, the Bible tells me about Jesus. That's the message of the Bible in a nutshell. It's Jesus. He's in the Old Testament, concealed. He's in the New Testament, revealed. But from Genesis to Revelation, it's all about Jesus. The Old Testament is pointing to Jesus. The New Testament is showing all those things that Jesus fulfilled. It's all about this simple message. God loves humanity. Humanity sinned against God. God longs for relationship with us. So he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross in our place and pay for all of our sin and rise again from the dead. And if we will put our faith in Jesus, we can have eternal life and we can have a life on earth that is worth living. So I ask in closing, do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Jesus is here with us in this place right now, standing at the door of our life, and he is knocking and he is saying, if you'll hear my voice and open the door, I will come in. And I'm not just talking to the people in this room, I'm talking to everybody listening, wherever you are, you can have a relationship with God right now. You can be forgiven of all of your sin. And Christ can come and live inside of you. And I ask you, if this were your last night on earth, would you go to heaven when you die? If Jesus Christ were to come back again, would you be ready to meet him? I recently told the story of a young lady named Crystal who heard the gospel on our radio broadcast, The New Beginning, and asked Christ to come into our life. But the problem was Crystal worked at Planned Parenthood and she assisted in doing abortions on young ladies. She said, one day I was in that room and I was reassembling the body parts of a baby that had been aborted And I thought of something that Craig said in his message, which was, if Jesus were to come back again, would you be ashamed to be doing the thing that you're doing? And it dawned on her, yes I would be, and I believe I would be left behind. So Crystal turned from her sin and put her faith in Jesus Christ. Well listen, that can happen for any person, no matter what you're doing, no matter what sin you've committed. God will forgive you, but Jesus is coming again. And I hope that you would not be one of the ones who would be left behind. You say, well, what do I do? Well, you need to admit your sin. You need to ask Christ to come into your life and he'll do that for you right here, right now. In a moment we're gonna pray and I'm gonna extend an opportunity for anyone here that has joined us who may not yet know Jesus Christ. An opportunity for you to ask him into your life. Ask him to forgive you of your sin so you can find this relationship with God we've been talking about. And so you can know with certainty that you'll go to heaven when you die. When I was just a young kid, I heard this message. I didn't understand a lot of it, but I understood a little. I understood that God loved me. I understood that Jesus wanted to forgive me. I understood that my life could change. And so I took that little step of faith and I prayed that little prayer. Little did I know what would happen in the months, in the years, and the decades following. But I'm telling you, it can happen for you right here, right now. Your whole life can change. Your story can change. Your future can change. And your past can be put behind you. But you must come to Jesus and believe in him. If you need to do that, do it right now. Let's all pray. Father, I pray for every person here every person listening, every person watching, wherever they are. If they don't know Jesus yet, if they don't have a relationship with you, I pray this will be the moment it happens. I pray that your Holy Spirit will convict and convince them of their need for Christ and bring them to yourself now, we pray. Amen.
0: Pastor Greg Laurie with an important prayer. And if you'd like to make a change today in your relationship with the Lord, Pastor Greg will help you do that right now.
1: As you've been listening to this today, maybe you've heard another voice. By that I mean, yeah, you heard me say a few things, but you heard God's voice speak to you. Deep in the recesses of your heart, and it suddenly dawned on you, this is what I need, or to state it more accurately, this is who I need. I need Jesus and I want Jesus, but maybe you don't know how to make that connection. Let me help you. Pray this after me right now if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life. Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sin and I need your forgiveness right now. Would you come into my heart, my life as savior, as God, as friend, I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Thank you for calling me and accepting me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I know that was a relatively short prayer. Maybe you felt something as you prayed it. Maybe you felt nothing. That doesn't really matter because God's word says, These things we write to you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. It doesn't say, so you may think you have it, or you may hope you have it if God's in a good mood. No, that you can know it. And I want you to know, if you pray that prayer in a minute, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come into your life. So congratulations. You're now a Christian. Now continue to follow the Lord.
0: And to help you as you follow the Lord, we'd like to send you some resource materials we call our New Believers Growth Packet. It'll answer many of the questions you might have and get you started in your new relationship with the Lord. So get in touch and ask for it when you call us on 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would love to pray with you too. That number again, 1-800-772-936. What part does our knowledge of the rapture play in ushering in the next great move of revival and spiritual awakening? Pastor Greg explains next time on A New Beginning. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called The Bible and Revival.